When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. They've been there for over 40 decades. A part of the community keeping vehicles in tip-top shape. So if you've got some scheduled maintenance that's overdue, if there's lights going off on your dash, call Tom and his team at Boulevard. They'll get you in. Uh, You can make an appointment online. They'll give you a call, set up a time, get you on the calendar, send you a reminder. Then you'll drop your vehicle off, and there'll be a courtesy car waiting for you if you need one. They've also got a shuttle service upon request. You can get about your day. They'll uh, at some point let you know they've done uh, the work that you brought your vehicle in for, and they'll explain it in terms that you can understand. They're not going to give you a bunch of technical jargon and make you feel like you should have known what was going on with your car. Then you'll pick up your vehicle. It'll be beautiful because they will just run it through the car wash. You're going to love your whole experience with Tom and his team at Boulevard Auto Works. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. And so my talk 1071, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We uh, have a question for you out there. And if you want to give us a call, you can tell us have you ever had a fast food womp womp? If you don't know what that is, we'll get into it here. But uh, looks like someone's actually suing over a fast food womp womp. Yeah, fast food womp womp is just like you open up that package, you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to eat my. What? What is that? <laughs> is that a tortilla? I can't tell. 651-641-1071. If you've had that fast food womp womp experience. Otherwise, I want to tell you about the guy who's now suing Taco Bell. And it is a womp womp. And I will tell you, I mean, isn't kind of all fast food a womp womp in yeah. a way? Like, because it's fast about food. You feel bad that you're... Okay. Now somebody's <laughs> telling her own tales. Uh, but I know what you mean, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, there's a lot of expectation and and sometimes... The reality is a little different, and you kind of accept that, right? Yeah, when it's you're not in your look car like the picture. at midnight, and maybe you're, uh, you know, just a little too hungry, and you probably should have just stayed in bed. Yeah. But to that end, this one guy, and his name is Frank Siragusa of New York, he's accusing Taco Bell of selling him a Mexican pizza dog that had. Half of the beef and bean filling he was expecting. Half. Half. Oh, wow. Now, I understand Mexican pizza is one of my favorite things. Oh, me too. It's one of my go, like in my Taco Bell order, Mexican pizza. And remember, they tried to take it away from us. I know they did. And so let's not, let's be careful here when we talk about it because we don't want them to take it away again. But But it's not just that. It was also the Crunchwrap Supreme, the level of beef as advertised. That's the thing I get. Okay, well, now here's what I want you to do. While you're uh, taking a moment here, Don, look up the second and third links in this story because you're going to see the comparisons that uh, were shown for this lawsuit. The advertisement for the Crunch Wrap 
and the actual <laughs> crunch wrap. Oh, no. That is not crunchy, first of all. Well, in the amount, there is not anywhere near enough beef in the crunch wrap. Yeah. Uh, in the ad- I mean, it looks... Looks like somebody took the advertisement and <laughs> it sat looks on like it, a pita. and then threw it on the street, and like fifty cars rolled over it. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. But at the same time, do you file a lawsuit? No, but oh, that is so sad. It that is Mexican sad. pizza is. If you scroll, I have put this up on our show links page. When you scroll to see the Mexican pizza. It looks I mean, like we need somebody, to have a funeral for that. It looks like somebody ate off all the filling and then <laughs> the just like licked their tongue around on the. On yeah, the I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't accept. Every time I open my Mexican pizza, it looks like it needs a facelift. It's what? all slid over. Girl, why are you <laughs> opening up your top? Oh, you mean, okay. In the box. The box. It is slid. Got Something it. happened where they took it down <laughs> a mountain, apparently, to give it to me. And everything yeah. slid. Yeah. But- or, or somebody, like, <laughs> left it in their bag uh, in a hot car. <laughs> no. Let's I go to Lindsay, though. She has had a fast food <laughs> womp womp before that she wants to share with us. Hey, Lindsay, what's your womp womp? Um, my want want is uh, my sister and I went to Arby's and we were in the drive-thru and we were trying to get our roast beef sandwiches and they were out of roast beef. <gasps> oh my. Well, how does that work? laughing because they're like, would you like anything else? And we're like, we didn't know what to do. We just started <laughs> laughing and <laughs> just driving through the drive-thru. I was like... That's like going to Burger King and they're out of burgers. Exactly. You can't have yeah. ro- you can't not well, have roast beef at Arby's. At least oh, they're doing we'll fresh meat. You know what I mean? At least you know yeah. it's real fresh because they ran out of the fresh stuff. They have chicken sandwiches that. there. Yeah. yeah, they do. But we just I know. Yeah. yeah. You go to ro- you, know. you go to Arby's, you expect they're going to have roast beef. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your want want Lindsay. <laughs> Um, again, this is Frank Siragusa, Queens. He filed a lawsuit in federal court uh, in Brooklyn on Monday, and he wants class action status to include other disappointed Taco Bell customers. Oh, He, quote, expected the Mexican pizza he purchased to contain a similar amount of beef and filling as contained in the pictures of the Mexican pizza in his advertisements. It only had about half of what he had expected. <laughs> take this seriously in court i mean it's always a crapshoot really with taco bell because sometimes you you go (laughs) sometimes you're like okay this is basically a tortilla with a spoonful of chilitos and do you ever like open it and go i don't i I guess i don't know which one which one is is which it's supposed to be wrapped like it's it's sometimes they forget how to like fold a tortilla you're well, like, was that hard? I know that they are franchises, and so there's a big difference. Obviously, the folding is techniques like, vary I don't by know. location. They certainly do. <laughs> they certainly do. Look, and I know that's not an easy job it when you're isn't. flying around with 100 tacos, but there is nothing more depressing than when you're in. I can't tell you how many times, and we're just talking about Taco Bell because it's the story, but um, I've certainly had this with other places. But when I have pulled out of the drive through, you get home. And your order's wrong. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep. pull something Don't out like and you're that. like, that's not what I ordered. Oh, boy. Yeah. And you can just like, there's a choice there. There's a choice. Are you going to be really mad? No. Or are you going to go back? Unless your dog uh, passed away or your husband left you or something bad happened in your life, then you might go off on the person. 
Do you get Call super up, mad at home? Talk to the manager. Get a coupon that you're never going to mm, yeah. cash in on again. Yeah. There have been times where I've, you know, made my, I've gone back in and said, we didn't get a major component of our meal, you know, but I'm not yelling at anybody ever. Oh, God, no. Or filing a lawsuit. No, I, I feel like the lawsuit is the next deal. You almost wonder if somebody went like, hey, did you ever have a bad experience at Taco Bell? Call us. Kind of like those commercials you see where it's like, have you ever taken this drug before? You might be not long for this world. Call us. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying they might have been looking for somebody. Uh, yeah. Let's go to yeah, Dawn here, a former Taco Beller. Oh. Uh, a former Taco Beller. Does that mean employee or? Employee. Oh. oh. All right. Alternate universe, Dawn. Hello. Okay. Well, my experience is 1986. <clears throat> Oh, perfect. We're going way back. I love it. But when I worked there, everything had to be weighed. Everything had to be weighed? Yes. You put the meat on, you weigh it. You put the toppings on, you weigh it. And if it didn't weigh, now I don't remember what the weights were supposed to be, but if it didn't weigh what it was supposed to, like if it was over or under, you had to throw it away and start all over. Oh, my God. Uh You couldn't just You do know they're not doing that anymore, Dawn, right? Clearly. Well, probably not throwing it away, but... Yeah, no, I mean weighing it. <laughs> I don't know. There's no way. John is like, I'm sorry, I've been to Taco Bell enough to tell you. <laughs> no, but the, that's... that. What else did you experience there that you'd like to share? Um, That we used to sell beef burritos. They don't anymore. Mm. They don't? They to have, I don't? Not that I'm aware of. You oh. have to like... I have to create my own. And then we had green sauce. They don't have the green sauce anymore. Salsa verde. And we made the meat fresh every day in this big old square pan. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. Took the hamburger out of the freezer or refrigerator because we had to thaw it overnight and made it fresh in a pan. And that's what Arby's, that's why they run out of roast beef. Mm. Right. They have to guess how much they're going to sell. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's a good That's thing. helpful. Uh, can you come on every day and tell us things about Taco yeah, we Bell? Just, I'm fascinated. Tell us about the sour cream gun. I didn't have a gun. We had a ladle thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah, see, things have, have moved on, I think, since you were uh, there. 1986. In the 80s. Because <laughs> I still want to know about 1986 Taco Bell, though. You're our favorite yeah. new listener. Thanks, Dawn. I will call you every day. I have a story about everything. Oh, my gosh. We love stories, Dawn. Thank you. Um, I was just going to add on to that. I worked at a, when I worked at Target, in the location that I worked at, which no longer exists, in the cafeteria, they had a mini Taco Bell. And so I know about. Taco Bell. Yeah, it was like a little, they also had a little mini Pizza Hut where they made little personal pan pizzas and a little Taco Bell where they made like a limited menu. So you could go down for lunch every day and have the Taco Bell menu. And the reason I said, you know, the gun and things is because I saw what? No, I'm listening. The, I'm excited to talk about the sour cream gun. The uh, things that I saw were the sour cream gun and then the meat came in a bag. And so they would just like cut the bottom of the bag out and dump the big thing of meat. So they weren't making meat fresh is my point. Oh, I see. Well, I guess we'll have to continue this at another time because I think we have a lot to say. Well, um, we will find out where this lawsuit lands. Something tells me he's probably not going to be that specific or uh, that successful. Because you would, it's class action. That, what is that? The whole world that's going to join?
that was disappointed I mean, by their Taco be. Bell, but yeah. it still tastes good. All right. We got to uh, run, but when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift. In fact, Don, you're going to tell us all about giving a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Uh, yes. Oh gosh. She's given a hundred thousand dollars. We'll find out why when we come back right here on my talk. One Oh seven one. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. If you've got anything going wrong around the house, call Hero.com. Whether that's heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, you name it, Hero can help. In fact, they've helped in our home many, many times. Uh, They've helped with our plumbing. We had an issue with one of our bathtub drains. It kept clogging. We would get it fixed. Then it would clog again. Once we had Hero out, the very first time they fixed the problem, we've never had to have that issue, solve, uh, that problem solved again. So thank you, Hero. They solved that problem the first time, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. So whether it's uh, plumbing problems, like I said, electrical, heating, cooling, they can help. And right now, in fact, they're offering $69 savings on your next uh, electrical project or repair. All you have to do is call Hero. Call Hero.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley say. My Talk 107.1, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Taylor Swift, she's a phenomenon. And uh, her tour, let's just say it's going well. I don't know if you've noticed. but Well, she benefited the economy in ways we didn't imagine. Absolutely. Uh, so her heiress tour is on track to amass a record-breaking $1 billion in sales, making it the highest-grossing tour ever. So far, it's grossed $300 million, but she still has all of Europe, South America, Asia, and Australia to do, mm-hmm. and she could add more. So, so far, making that much money, and uh, there is a story out there that she did some bonuses because she's almost done with her U.S. leg of this tour. Oh, like she gave out bonuses. She gave out bonuses to um, several different, pretty much everybody got a bonus. I want to tell you this first before I get into the one that has made headlines, but band members, dancers, lighting and sound technicians, caterers, others. So probably everybody on the tour got a bonus. Uh, and then specifically her truck drivers, who there are 50 of them that put together this massive. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sure, yeah. They have to carry everything uh, to each location. All of her crap. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are 50 of them. She shelled out bonuses for each trucker $100,000. And there are 50 truckers. So she just gave wow. away $5 million. That's, God, that's just awesome. on the truck drivers. Her. And I'm like, I wow. How do you get even higher on the ladder of just people thinking you're cool? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's Give them kind of hundred thousand dollars, apparently. Yeah, for sure. So um, here she is making all this money and giving it back. It's sort of a races, you know. It really wasn't her fault, but she broke Ticketmaster. It was their fault at the beginning of this because if you remember, you know, when tickets went on sale, that was a whole mess, and they actually had to stop things and start over. Yeah. So uh, she's doing really well, and I think that's really great PR for her. Oh, of course. I mean, it just makes her look even, you know, more philanthropic than she already does. Yes, more generous. Um, And when you look at what apparently, um, I am not like the biggest Swifty ever, but she's got some great hits. 44 songs she does in a concert. You are getting your money's worth when you go to one of these concerts. And I'm sure a lot of people out there listening. Yeah, there are all these stories about how she performs for hours at a time, sometimes in the rain. Oh, yeah. Um, So there's this thing called um, with the billboard, uh, just basically everybody who is touring, they um, report their earnings to billboard. Um, it's called Billboard Box Score, and it tracks all this kind of data. And she does not report that, according to the Wall Street Journal. It's kind of unusual in the music industry. Uh, although she doesn't report what she doesn't. Um, so most tours report their nightly grosses to Billboard. There's a whole operation and division for that. It's okay. called Box Score. She doesn't do it. So it's kind of unusual. It's very unusual. But the senior director of live music and touring at Billboard, Dave Brooks, said that um, she is planning to report those figures later. And I'm wondering what the motive is there. Not yeah, that you don't it's know why weird. she doesn't report that. Yeah, I wonder why she doesn't report that. Yeah, I have um, no I've never heard that before. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. And it's kind of like where... You know, if things aren't going well for an artist, you hear like, uh-oh, last night they only grossed this much. It's kind of a way of tracking. Well, it is a way of tracking yeah. how much, how people's tours are doing. Yeah. And then that does affect how people view the tour in general, if you think about it. Like if you hear an artist isn't bringing in other people, you're like, well, why? Is it word of mouth? What's going on? Is it not a good show? So um, keeping, I mean, she can pretty much do what she wants at this point. Yeah, which is maybe why she doesn't report things, because she doesn't have to. Yes, yes. Um, so I am just wondering how much more money. That's probably why she's decided to, at this point, go, well, look at how much money we made, we made here. Um, and even they're saying they're not even sure. It's sort of like you can't even predict, even though there are so many sales. They also work in things like uh, merchandise. And that can bring in a, an additional $2 million. Oh, sure. To each I'm sure she sells incredible amounts of merchandise, right? They say the average person spends like 50 to $75 because, you know, you go buy a t-shirt at t-shirt, any concert. posters. Yeah. So most people that go to the show pay for the ticket. And then they also, they're spending about 50 to $75 each um, for hoodies. Yeah, people, there were lines of people like, you know, just like snaked around U.S. Bank Stadium long before the concert ever started because they wanted to get merch. 
Yeah. So that's adding to all of it. And it's so good to know that, you know, she's giving it back to the people that make all of that happen. Because Taylor Swift and any artist, for that matter, Taylor Swift is a lot of people, (laughs) you know, they have to be because you can't do all that by yourself. So um, it's so awesome that she's giving back to people that are helping her. As far as milestones with tours, we've heard this these numbers before, but like uh, Elton John's Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour from 2018 to 2023, that's the current highest grossing tour of all time. But it's been, that's five years worth of touring. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Ed Sheeran, who um, Elton John knocked out of the top spot for $776 million, bringing in for two years of his touring. Were you going to say something, Mike? Oh, hey, guess what? When we come back, Dawn, I think you've got all the latest, not just on Taylor Swift, but also Sophia Vergara, Joe Manganiello. You got the latest on their divorce and also something from uh, Watch What Happens Live last night, right? Uh Yeah. And we'll talk about both of those stories when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you sing it with me the little blind the adventures of bradley and dawn my talk 1071 uh your place for entertainment and your place for blind items which we do uninterrupted for 30 solid minutes from 12 30 to 1 uh we have to talk about some divorces that are going on uh, first of all, I want to. I just want to get this out because it's not the juiciest story, but it's kind of mm, it's juicy in a different way. Uh, Kim Zolciak Beerman. We haven't heard about her or Croy in a very long time, and so I searched them today to see if there was anything going on. And what I landed on was some juicy Kenya Moore. All right, remind Ken, Kenya Moore. I don't know yeah. what a Kenya Moore is. Oh, so, you don't? No. So tell me what Kenya, who oh Kenya Moore is. Because I'm Moore. not in the Real Housewives world. Oh gosh, not even a little bit. No, I'm a bad gay. Uh oh. I've had my card removed, revoked, okay. or whatever it expired. Well, I hope that you can keep up with this conversation. Then no, 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 it's fine. But I think a lot of listeners, like you, kind of vaguely know these people. But yeah. I, I do know that they've got they're going to have opinions about Kim Zolciak, which I'm all in on. So. Yes, Real Housewives of Atlanta is, in my opinion, one of the best of the Real Housewives franchises. I haven't watched it recently, but it used to be really, really good for many seasons. Yeah. When I first moved to Minnesota, I binged all 10 seasons oh that God. were out in a record amount of time. Because I didn't have a lot of friends here, and I won't get into that. But you're by yourself. <laughs> Side story. And you're like, okay. So anyway, Kenya Moore... She is a former, I believe, Miss USA contestant, 
a beautiful woman. She has a lot of moxie, and she likes to speak her mind. Yeah. Sometimes not. Uh, Kim Zolciak, they don't get along. Let's just say that. Many, many years of fights. Uh, Which probably is why they're so successful at what they do. Oh, for sure. So Kenya is always saying things. Um, He had her on Watch What Happens Live. I'm talking about Andy Cohen. And they were playing a game of say what you mean, girl. Um, So they got to Kim and um, he said, Kim Zolciak. And she just goes, go to rehab. Oh, my God. (laughs) Go to rehab. Rehab for what? Do we know that she's got an issue with something? Well, probably gambling. I'm going to yes, go back. Yes, we know that, right? That she's been accused of spending a lot of money in their marriage. I mean, Croy was telling police officers this on body cam footage, remember? Yeah, and he was like, I just want to let you know that she spent all of our money. Yeah. Well, Kenya Moore's here for it. And she also had some other things to say on Twitter about Kim. Uh, okay. Kim. Kenya says on her Twitter, one thing Kim is going to do is lie through her plastic teeth. Oh, God. She tweeted that on July 10th. And um, she, and then she shared a clip of Kim saying that her marriage with Croy, that they were doing great yeah. when she made an appearance on uh, Real Housewives. Uh, she also said... Uh, she's, so for the audience, the backstory is that she's now back. That is, Kim Zolciak was gone, and now she's making a comeback as sort of like a guest performer. She's only made one appearance. Yeah. So, but, yeah. so that's why people, I think are interested in her right now. And yes. we've speculated because we were sort of paying attention to the sideshow of their divorce that I wonder how much of this is being played up <laughs> right. for her reappearance on a franchise that perhaps she's trying to get a permanent gig again on. Yes. Well, this is in this was in so so she is saying all of this in response to something that Kim said about her on the show. Okay. So there was a moment where they were having din- dinner and another one of the you know, housewives mentioned Kenya Moore to Kim and Kim said that bitch is still alive. So that's why Kenya is responding in this so way. This what is, do you think? Well, that's just, you know, it's, are you surprised then that they're going to be tit for tatting each other? Mm-hmm. No. Isn't yep. this what they, this is their stock and trade. Yeah. If they just showed up on a show and was like, I just wish her all the best. I hope she's, healthier this year and that she gets the help she needs. I mean, that's no. what Nini Nobody said, tunes in for that. Exactly. And then Well, Kenya... Nini said that off uh, she said that on a camera. It was TMZ but it was not for the show. So I feel like And there was a little shade in there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. 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 But yeah. I think those two are probably friends with Yeah. She's even benefits, said Meaning, right. like they will play you know, nasty when they need to. Yeah. But deep down, there's probably a connection there. I, I, and I assume so since Nini said, uh, when TMZ caught up with her that she's been in contact, yeah. they've had conversations on the phone. Kenya, not so much. Kenya also said, um, when she heard that Kim said that bitch is still alive, Kenya said she, that was truly evil. I'm not a Kim Zolciak fan, but I never kicked her when she was sorry, is down. Learning of her divorce, foreclosure, repossessions, gambling accusations, unfit mom claims, and canceled show. I love that, though, because like in the being like, <laughs> I'm not going to be a bitch, I know. <laughs> but I don't want to kick her when she's Is and then, down. Lists, and and then, then lists, lists all, all the of the things. Yeah. Right. Like, so we that's, see you, honey. That's what's going on. That's we the latest you. with Kim is that, well, uh, good, that Kenya drama. is fighting back. 
Um, okay, we're going to move on to another celebrity divorce. And we're talking about Manjangara. What is it? Manjanello era. Verganjanello? Vergarn. Joe Manjanello and Sophia Vergara. I like Verganjanello. Let's yeah. write that down. Um, so she, not that this is a big deal, but uh, of course the tabloids, page six, has dug, dug up that she has uh, filed some paperwork to request their prenuptial agreement be enforced. Well, of course she would. They're just going to go, yeah, forget about that. Yeah, they this have is a the prenup. Time. Of course she's going <laughs> to file the prenup. And I think that the assumption was with these two that uh, she is sort of the one in, you know, she's has the superior financial position. Well, I have no idea because speaking of that, page six has obtained the documents and noted that um, miscellaneous jewelry, artwork, and other personal effects, as well as any earnings she made before, during, and after their date of separation belonged to her, and then it should be properly divided. But then they also mention that there will be spousal support. Yeah, you had referenced that earlier, and when I hear spousal support, I'm like, okay, so who's the spouse and who's getting the support, right? I'm assuming it's her, because she's the one that filed the paperwork. But actually, no, not necessarily. It depends on whoever's got the... You know, the claim, I guess, that they deserve spousal support. Right. So they were married for seven years. Yeah. So I don't know. But again, for whatever reason, I just feel like she she probably made more money than he did. Because remember, she's got all that modern family money. And she's got a lot of like she is like the queen of endorsements. Mm. You know, she's got all those commercial gigs. Yes. So um, I if you were going to advise a celebrity couple to get a prenup what things would you include bradley trainer what do you mean like um this could be anything like who gets the dogs oh god i just think like i i think the whole thing should always be whatever you came with you leave with yeah and whatever you created together you split down the middle yeah if there aren't kids involved yeah right i agree i i think that that's Totally reasonable, and you shouldn't have to have a prenup. But you know, there's well, a whole that, community property. Well, but you do property. have to have the prenup, right? Because because once you're together, then it all goes into a common pool. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want that, like if you're like, I want what I came with. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and obviously it depends on the jurisdiction, like where they're, you know, what the laws are in that particular area. Because in some states, you can just it's automatic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I really just would not want, feel entitled to somebody else's money. Yeah. But, you know, if you had a period in your marriage where you didn't work and the other person sort of, you know, uh, like took care of like the expenses and things like you that you have to make accommodation for that. It's not an, it really just depends, I guess, on the kind of relationship you have. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's not an answer. It's just kind of a well, you know, it is. Way. You know, initially you think, okay, you just, whatever you came with, you came with, but people sacrifice things in um, relationships where it's like, you're going off to do that movie and I'm going to support you in that. And so I'm not going to work right now because we need to make sure that you're successful in this movie role or whatever it is. Yeah. And if you break up during that time and all of a sudden I'm left hanging, like you don't want somebody to feel like they all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. you know have no resources or ability to like stand on their own. Right. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because yeah. maybe they haven't had to, you know, foot the, foot the bills. So, uh, like, that's why I understand that you have to have all of these things in place. I feel like for celebrities at this level, though, it's just a lot of lawyers and accountants getting paid. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like they're particularly angry with each other, right? Right. Oh. Or like ty- trying yeah, to take each other to the bank. I mean, the only thing we've heard cleaners. is that, uh, Mike, there were blind items about maybe he wanted to have kids and she didn't. Is that correct? Or not to pull you in on something. I'm that trying to like, recall. Huh? I feel like that was a different celebrity couple we're thinking of. Mm-hmm. I think it was this one. I remember I remember hearing this, and the reason I do is because it was connected to, you know, the, remember the previous relationship she was in, mm-hmm. the guy also wanted to have kids, and actually they had embryos mm-hmm. frozen, oh. and he wanted control of the embryos even after they broke up. Yes. And she was fighting in court for years and years and years to mm-hmm. get control of those embryos. And finally she did. But yes. yeah, but I feel like I feel like we heard a rumor that mm-hmm. that was the case. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, yeah, so I guess they're happier. It says she's living her best life. And she came home to a lot of bouquet, bouquets of flowers from her supportive friends Aww. awaited her when she returned. That's sweet. So anyway, uh, best of luck to you both. <laughs> so kind of you, Dawn. No. Um, are you going to be so kind when we come back? And yes. it's mano e mano, and by that I mean womano e mano. Because of course, when we return, Mike is going to spin his game show roulette wheel, and where it lands determines the game we're playing. Right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk One Zero Seven One. Hi, talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today to learn how you can support this amazing Twin Cities-based organization that spreads out across the globe to help those who've had to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, and famine. All month long, Alight has been thanking uh, Minnesotans around the state for their generosity supporting the work that they've done. I'm so grateful for all the my talkers who've been a part of that uh, humanitarian work, whether it's been volunteer work, whether it's been financial support, it means the world. Not only to me uh, just knowing that you're supporting Alight's work and to my talk, but it also means, of course, a lot to the people directly impacted by your support and your volunteer work. And those are people in our own backyard who are brand new in our community or those across the globe who continue to need support. Head to wearealight.org today and thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for games, game shows, entertainment. Mike's going to spin his wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, let's do this. Yesterday was a big win and chain reaction for Bradley. We'll see if Dawn can uh, come back with a win today as we spin the wheel to figure out what we're going to play. Where will it land? Where will it land? Are you 
two. Ready to press your luck? Yeah! Big butts, no whammers. Big butts, no whammies. It's time for Press Your Luck. Trying to avoid those little whammy dudes who pop up and steal all your money. Uh, We start this game off by asking you some questions. Again, if you uh, know the answer, use your name as the buzzer. If you are right with your answer and you're the one who rung in, you're going to get two points. Mm. If you uh, give your, once you give your answer, your opponent is going to get to hear two additional options as it's a multiple choice question at that point. And, uh, if they get that one right and it's different, they get a point. It's very simple. Oh, boy. It's very simple. Trust mm. me. It's just It'll questions. Just if you know the question, answer it. I answer that with simple. my name. You answer with your name. You yeah, ring okay. in with your name. That's your buzzer. I mean, you can use another name if Word. you want. You can say my name. Bob McCracken. Accumulating spins is what we're trying to do here in this first again? round. We're accumulating spins. Oh, okay. That's what we're trying to do is get as many okay. spins as you can. Again, if you get the answer right, without the multiple choice help, you get two points or two spins. With it, you get one. Here we go. In this film... Christian Bale plays an investment executive with a terrifying alter ego as he delves into heinous and violent acts, often to the tune Bradley Trainer. Bobby, oh, uh, oh, I thought so- we had to listen. Wait, what's what? that? What? I thought we had to listen. You could to bring the whole in thing. at any point. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Bradley, Werewolf in London. Uh, is it now, Don? You get to answer. Is it Werewolf in London, The Fighter, or American Psycho? Oh, oh, oh. American Psycho. Oh! Final answer. It is American Psycho. So with that, you get one spin there, Don, okay. and uh, Bradley, you get nothing, and you will like pocket. it. Oh! Um, so that's how we'll start. Like it. We'll go to the next question here again. For these questions, we're trying to accumulate spins before we head over to the big board and see who's going to be that's our winner today. Big board. Real big board. Uh, this Jacksonville, Florida rock group had hits with "Caught Up in You," "Second Chance," and "Hold On Loosely." Any guess? Hold on uh, you don't have to give a guess, okay, or you can I'm wait until the multiple to, choice. All idea. right. Is it Journey, 38 Special, or Fog Hat? I'll have Don, you go first. 38 Special. Bradley? Sure, 38 Special. You're both correct. It is 38 Special, but you had to wait for the spins, or for the answers, so you each only get one point. Okay. Two now for Don. <laughs> We've got one for Bradley. Moving on to question number three. In the movie franchise, The Mighty Ducks... This offspring actor plays Gordon Bombay. Oh. Gordon All Bombay. Right. Oh, oh, Don McLean. Don McLean. Uh, that is Emilio Estevez. Is it Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, or Joshua Jackson? Bradley? I'm going to say I'm going to go with Don because I have no idea. Emilio Estevez. It is Emilio Estevez. Nicely yes. done. Two spins going to Dawn. She's got four. Bradley, you've got two so far. I'll you've take it. I'll one. take it. And we've got one final question here as you're trying to accumulate spins before, again, we head to the press your luck big board trying to avoid it's whammies. It's a big board. In the 1973 telling of Robin Hood, the title character's best friend is a giant brown bear named what? Oh, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Oh, no. Wait, what? Tell, oh, oh, Robin yeah. Hood, Big Bear, Robin Big Hood, Bear. Big Bear, Baloo, Big Bear, Baloo is your answer. Is yeah. it Baloo? Is it Grizzly? Or is it Little John? Oh God! Are you asking me? Yes, those are your That's three Little answers. John. Is it Little John? Yeah, it's Little John. So with that, is that a movie? 
Yeah, it's an animated one. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, he had Little John. Baloo was uh, Jungle Book. Baloo was Jungle Book. They actually look similar. One just wears green and a hat. Okay. That's Little John. It was the same actor. Same same bear. Yeah! Little John. Sorry, that's... (laughs) Um, We'll go on to uh, the big board here, as uh, we will have an opportunity for you each to spin this uh, little wheel here and figure out how much you're going to win. So, uh, Don, you got five spins to play with. Okay. And Bradley, you got two. Now, remember, Don... Don might send some your way as True. well. So I know. Just depends on how the game you goes. You never know where this game is going to end. So, Don, you know how it works. We're playing uh, Press Your Luck. You're going to hear that little uh, sounder mm-hmm. go, meaning the wheel is spinning. You're going to tell me when to stop. Sure. And that's how much money you're going to go home with, uh, okay. at least for that spin. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Again, whenever you're ready, tell me to stop. Stop. Oops. Oh. That that didn't work. Oh, no. A whammy right out of the gate. Well, oh. I mean, if you're going to get a whammy, better to yeah, get one when nothing is at you stake. You don't have any money. Exactly. Okay. That is the key. Again, this is pressure luck. I got a little algorithm back here. We're actually legitly playing the game, so I can't always control when whammies pop up right away. Oh, no, that's no, good. We want you. So yeah. Random. Of course. A little anticlimactic when it's the first one. But let's try again, Don. Tell me when to stop. Stop. $4,500 and a spin. Yeah. And so, a spin, an extra spin? Yes, $4,500, oh. and you got an extra spin. That means you're now with four spins as we so move on. So basically, you're back to okay. game, set, map. Yeah. Okay, four let's spins. go for you're it. You're going to go again. All right, tell me when to stop. Stop. Oh! oh goodness. Oh. Again, okay. I would not have done two whammies right away if I was spins. actually controlling it, but it is a fun game. Let's keep it going. <laughs> I like how you... You have to I'm say, to it's like, okay, don't it's worry, it's a fun oh, it's game. Fun. Even though you just lost all your right, money. Here we go, Don. Keep on. Uh, you got three spins. Let me know when to stop. Stop. $1,500. Okay, you're back, right. you're back into it. You're back into it. Two spins left, and you got $1,500. You want to uh, keep spinning or keep pass going. those? All right, let's go. Oh, God. No whammies. Eight hundred dollars. There you go. go. Twenty three hundred is what you're up to. You've We're got spend one all that money. spin remaining. Let's do it. You're gonna go for it. All right, here we go. One spin remaining, and uh, twenty three hundred dollars is where you're at. Tell me, you want that loop? Stop. It's $1,000. So with that, you are up to $3,300. You are out of spins. Bradley Trainer, you've got a pair of spins and uh, control of the board. Oh, what to do? Well, obviously, you do? need money. So. <laughs> I know. All right, uh, let's uh, spin let's that wheel. I really Bob. want that forty five hundred back that I got on my first spin. Oh, oh it's gone. The whammy ah! took that away. He jumped in there okay. and yeah, he, he's he's ate evil. it. All right, here we they go. Eat money. You go ahead and tell me when you want this wheel. Stop. Stop. Five hundred dollars. Yes, but not enough. Not Come much. on, Bob. You've got you one spin left. So here's the way it works. There's one spin left in the entire game. You can either play this one and hope to get something that's higher than three thousand well, dollars. Yeah. Well, you could pass it, and if Dawn gets the whammy, she would lose all her money, and you would win. Well, the woman's oh. already gotten two whammies today. Do you really think she's going to get another whammy? Is I'm that what t- you have me believe? So well, I'm, it's you know. completely uh, could random. Happen. I'll just say, well, not quite random, but. Um, if the random, I'm gonna go happens, for it, Bob. You're gonna go for yeah. it. All right, you need I this. I feel lucky. You need this to be worth over three thousand oh, dollars. Don't say it like out. that. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's give it a spin one more time here. Last spin of the game. Stop. No 
no whammy, but only two thousand oh, dollars. Dawn, you're the winner. Oh my god! Congratulations. Congratulations! How much money do I lunch? have? Uh, you got uh, thirty three hundred BD bucks. Okay, you and you can only uh, spend those at the commissary. How about uh, that restaurant I've never been to? Which is Taco Bell? No, I've been there. Um, no, the one on Loring Park that Lady Gaga, what? Gaga was at. is on that cloth. It looks so disgusting. Well, I've wiped down uh, the seat handle with this Lysol wipe. Ew. I'm trying to clean it for Lori and Julia, or Julia specifically, because she sits over here. That's real dirty. Whatever. I know it is. sitting over there earlier. Nice bounce back win there, Dawn. Congratulations. Bradley, you know we don't have winners and losers. We've got winners and consolation prize winners, and you're going to be going home with this. Here's what we have for our departing contestants for international entertaining everyday meals. West Bend's Electric Oriental Walk. It's ideal for stir-frying, simmering, and stewing. And across the Pacific comes Hawaiian Tropic, natural tanning lotions and oils. Plus, it's attractive Hawaiian Tropic inflatable wrap. <laughs> and Hawaiian Tropic. A inflatable walk? raft? And it's Hawaiian inf- Tropic. Yes, it's a uh, woman in a bikini holding an inflatable raft that says uh, Hawaiian Tropic. Did you say walk? You Didn't he also say a walk? There was a walk first, Yeah, yes. you get a walk. It was, yeah. Why would I get a walk with my inflatable... Be- Those are just the consolation prizes for uh, pressure. Random. Today. Yeah. That is totally random. random. Yeah, uh, you can go to the beach and then go have some stir fry. <laughs> make some fried rice. In case you're wondering, <laughs> Hager jeans were next. So oh, okay. Oh. If you prefer those instead of the walk, I can hook you up. I still got a pair of those. All right, Mike, thank you so much <laughs> for another fabulous game. I don't really. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to us today. Up next, Lori and Julie are coming into a very clean studio. Dawn has been furiously cleaning uh, those handles, so yeah. uh, I know they'll be great. Clean your handles, guys. Clean your handles. That's we'll right. be back tomorrow. Bye! Bye.